This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Now, 101.9 Chaivim, I'm happy to say that we have online, as we do every single week, uh, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. How are you doing, Rob? Very well and yourself, Benji. I'm doing... It sounds like you're in a, in a studio there. It's wonderful. <laughs> not, not echoey so much. Rob, you do know that, uh, that we're going to actually have to have you in studio now at least, at least once a month, you know? Uh, Absolutely. You know, I don't think we can do... I don't think we can do this uh, long-distance relationship anymore. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of it now. I need the warmth. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, Rob, uh, what is going on in Parliament at the moment? What are some of the issues that are on the table? Oh, there's plenty, 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 plenty going on, as, as usual. Uh, some of the highlights are, obviously, the, there's the Radioactive Waste Management Fund Bill, which we chatted about briefly last week. And then... The code of practice relating to uh, COVID and managing uh, exposure to SARS, COV2 in the workplace, underneath the Labor Act, that's on the go. Health regulations, um, only five days left to comment on amending the health regulations, moving the COVID regulations from being temporary under the Disaster Management Act to be permanent under the health regulations. That comes to an end this week as well. And then there's a whole lot of smaller things regarding labor laws and other migration policies around labor as well. There's draft regulations on the Rental Housing Act and uh, magistrates' bill and financial sector and deposit insurance. There's a lot, Benji. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure where to start, actually, Rob. I mean, under the, the, the labor stuff, uh, I've been seeing a lot of suggestions that there's certain kinds of BEE requirements that they now want to take that were previously public sector only and make them sort of private sector specific. Is that part of what's being uh, put into some of these labor bills? Yes, yes. So that's uh, something around the uh, labor migration policy and employment services amendment bill, which states that there have to be sector specific quotas assigned to obviously different sectors and in different regions. It's to prevent... Uh, labor migration, so uh, it's cluster economic zones in around the country. And the danger around that bill is that if you are, say, a qualified accountant and you reside in Gauteng and the quota for qualified accountants in Gauteng has been met and you're excluded, well, then you no longer have any job opportunities. Then you'll have to migrate to a different province or different regional, different economic zone to, to actually get a, to get a job where the quotas are more in, in your favor. But so hang on, Rob, a, that's, that's kind of bizarre. Because, I mean, obviously we're used to quotas and they can be kind of controversial when, when we're talking racial mm. politics. But now this is one step beyond that. They're actually saying that sort of the, the, the skills you have and the job you have will be governed by, by, by the law about where you can work. Yes, indeed they are. And that is, that is exactly the, the threat around that. So it's something employers and employees have to be rather concerned about. It seems to go against the grain of, of uh, government's promise and Sorama Pause's promise of creating job opportunities for everyone and igniting the economy again. But uh, that's, I suppose, why we have a public participation process to highlight these shortfalls in, in policy. But you're right, it does sort of bring a question as to why they would introduce a policy such as this. Well, 
we I'm sure we'll find out soon when some other policy is linked to it and then then all is revealed. Yeah, that's a very, very interesting one. Uh, tell you where you can and can't work. That's a <laughs> that's a very <laughs> unusual thing. And I think something definitely that needs to be commented on. Now, we did speak about the Health Amendment Act last uh, week and the week before. That's the, 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 the big one that I think is taking up a lot of attention. Rob, are we still seeing a lot of comments coming in on that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's pretty steady. We... Uh, approaching 210,000 comments just through through our our system, and I know there's a couple of other organisations and people uh, sending emails directly through to through to government as well. And I'm sure the figures are are just as high. We actually got notice this morning that uh, government is uh, rejecting a lot of emails going directly through to them and deleting them without even reading them which is rather concerning on on something as important as this but we are we're on top of it as well and there's also the code of practice which goes hand in hand with the health regulations and that governs how um, employers must enforce mandatory vaccinations and policies on on their employees and which is also questionable as it seems to, um, again, contradict the promises made by government to uh, ensure a job creation and uh, an ignited labour force. So, I mean, that, that, yeah, that is a very interesting uh, thing mm-hmm. there, Rob, because, uh, you know, we we sort of had the CCMA a little bit talk about the, the COVID uh, mandate, uh, you know, vaccines in the office and that sort of thing. Uh, and so sort of the legal processes have started to move uh, and, and sort of it's done, been done company by company, but, and we haven't really had it being legislated. So this would actually be something new that would be legislated around how vaccine mandates would work in, in, the, in, in, the, in, in the workplace. Mm. That is correct. Absolutely correct. So this actually forces um, under the Occupational Health and Safety Regulations in, contained in the, Labor, in the Labor Act, it forces employers to uh, make sure there's a safe working environment um, and that nobody's exposed to any risks or anything. And it's, it's, it's really trying to manage the, a pandemic through the labor laws and through the work environment, clearly because government knows that they can't force uh, mandatory vaccinations on the, on the public. So they're coercing uh, employers to, to do the, the hard labor as, as such. So, no pun intended there, but yeah, that's exactly what 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 is happening. Very, very interesting and worth commenting on. We're talking to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM talking, as we always do, to Rob Hutchinson on Dear South Africa, talking to us about uh, what is going on legislatively. Rob, have we ever heard anything more about Parliament uh, in terms of uh, the the archives and what's been destroyed and all of that in the fire? I kind of feel like that's gone a little bit uh, quiet. It has. It has. That's a great, great question. I should do some digging and find out what's actually going on. But I've heard nothing, nothing other than it's going to cost a billion rand to, to fix. And that's where it kind of 
kind of ended, which makes me wonder, will they actually fix it and restore restore that once beautiful building? I, I don't know. Where are we going to find the money for that? They Apparently, the insurance uh, won't pay out. That was the last I heard as well, because the fire systems weren't checked and up-to-date or operational. So, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a nightmare. But I've no idea what what files and archives were were actually destroyed. So it's a good question. I'll have that answer for you next week. That I promise. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. No, very very important. And uh, and you you you've got some guests. I'm sure some interesting people lined up for for this week for your show. What what can we expect? Oh yes, definitely more continuation on uh, the heroes of civil society. So we'll have another civil society activist on on the go there, explaining what they do and how they they make a difference. And really, the whole this whole series is more about um, the the role of civil society and how it fills the gaps left by an incompetent government, which is there are quite a few in in our case. It's pretty much a sieve at this stage so it paves the way for a lot of opportunity for civil society activists okay so uh, certainly that is an important role that civil society is playing uh, and we're seeing it in all sorts of places as you say so uh, highlighting those sorts of activists and the work that they're doing i think is uh, absolutely crucial rob i know there's a lot going on so are people able to comment on everything that's going on at the moment or have you sort of picked a few Yes, yeah. so you can always comment on absolutely everything. We work a lot with an organization called PMG, Parliamentary Monitoring Group, and they also scan, they actually sit in at um, uh, parliament and parliamentary sessions and take notes and, and publish that for the public as well. So if there's something not on, on our website where we've created a campaign, you can always go to PMG's website and have a look at the open calls for comment there. And there they provide the contact details where you can actually send your an email directly through to either the either government themselves, the department, or a parliamentary uh, um, committee straight to them. But of course, on, on our website, we provide an easy to use uh, as a service. And you just enter your name and your comment, have a look at the correct bill that you want and click send and it does it all for you. Well, there you go, Rob Hutchinson. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great Easter weekend. Uh, and uh, we will look forward to chatting to you again, hopefully in studio at some point, uh, talking to us about what's mm. going on in Parliament. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'll have to actually get out of my pajamas and, and put on some clothes and step out into the cold weather. I, I, oh, I, yes, I, I don't. I, to just to say, Rob, we don't judge. So if you want to come up uh, to the studio in your pajamas, <laughs> we're not going to say anything. Uh, we know it takes a bit of time to transition into this new reality. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I'm wearing my COVID outfit in my lockdown gear. <laughs> oh, there we go. No Rob, cameras allowed. <laughs> Rob Hutchinson there in his pajamas talking to us about what is going on in Parliament, bringing us to the end of the show for today. Thank you to the whole team who helps make this possible, to Vusi on the sound, Mashadi, who is on the production side of things, Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons into you, dear listener, who listens in every single week. And have a great Kashala Pesach, a festival of freedom for us and for Ukraine and for many other people around the world. I hope it is that. Uh, and we will see you next time on the new Blue Review.